Hello, and welcome to Trending Peoria. I'm your host and proud Peoria Unified alumna, Sarah Meredith, and I'm so eager to take you on this journey as we learn more about the importance of public education and the amazing work our staff do every day to ensure every student is prepared to not only meet tomorrow, but to help shape it as well. What's trending in Peoria Unified? The Peoria Unified family. As we talk about so often, there is the real family that we have as well as those that we gain along the way and through our time here in Peoria. As we continue to celebrate Peoria High School's 100th anniversary, I'm very excited to introduce you to two members of the Peoria Unified family that are family members as well. Today, I am joined by Mike and Steve Tregoboff who talk about their time as students at Peoria High School and what their careers have looked like throughout the years here in Peoria Unified. Hello and welcome to Trending Peoria. I am so excited to have you both here today to talk a little bit about your time at Peoria High School. Um, you both are kind of pieces of Peoria Unified history, but before I go on too far, can you both take a moment to introduce yourselves and what you currently do here in Peoria? Okay, I guess uh, I'm the oldest one of the two of us. Um, I'm Mike Tregoboff and uh, am the Director of Network Operations for our school district. And I'm the younger, Steve Tregoboff, and I teach at Peoria High School, and I teach currently uh, the film TV broadcasting classes and previously science. Wonderful. And I know you both have quite the tie to Peoria High School and just Peoria Unified in general. And with this year being Peoria High School's 100th anniversary, um, just what was it like growing up and going to school at Peoria High School? And... And what was it like coming back? Because I know you both have taught there at different times, correct? Not, I haven't taught at the high school. Only Stephen has. Yeah, yeah. Um, you go, go ahead. First. You go first. All right. Okay. So I guess so I started there. Um, we went to school there when the elementary school was part of the high school. Mm -hmm. And the buildings that are no longer there, um, a couple of them were old, ancient buildings as well. And, and they've been tore down except for Old Main. But started school there at Peoria at third grade because my parents had moved away and we had come back and um, from third grade on went to the elementary there and then for me the interesting part was in junior high uh, they had built Cactus High School mm -hmm. and so a lot of our friends got split off especially where we were being raised and they went to Cactus we went to Peoria so we had a lot of uh, friends at both high schools at that point and uh, they were both, well, I should say Peoria was pretty small, relatively speaking, to today. I'm thinking it was about five or 600 kids mm -hmm. at the time when we went to high school there. Um, so a pretty close-knit group of kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we all knew each other to certain levels and um, kind of more of a, definitely more of a family atmosphere, I think, because of the size of the school. Absolutely. You know, at that point in time. Um, it was a blast. I enjoyed going to school, being involved in a lot of different ways, whether it be in band and, as I like to say, I like to play basketball, didn't get to play much, but played on the teams and got cut, but still tried and loved it and enjoyed it. Um, but uh, definitely a, a big interaction with all of us and did a lot of things together over time. I'll let you Absolutely. talk a little bit about it. Yeah, it was, a, uh, um, it was a rural community because where we live and where mom still lives today is just north of Centennial High School. Okay. So you could go from our house to Peoria High School on your bike down 83rd Avenue and maybe three cars would go by you. Mm -hmm. So I remember coming home from basketball 
and on my bicycle and grabbing the back of a plow of a tractor and hitching a ride for like two and a half miles much more to efficient. get home so or literally driving down 83rd avenue and the sheep farmers moving the sheep from one field to the other would actually herd them right up the road so you'd have to stop in the middle of the road as the sheep went by um so that i mean those are like memories of mine about how rural uh we were so like mike said it was uh we knew each other we knew pretty much everybody and it was a smaller atmosphere and a smaller community of, of a rural kind of farm community. Mm -hmm. So we were in high school probably about that time in the early 80s, and I graduated in 84. And, you know, about that time, I think, was a lot more of the development and the housing boom mm -hmm. started to begin a little bit off from, from where we lived in Peoria, but it started to envelop a lot of that area. Yeah, it's really hard to think about now how much of it how much agriculture surrounded Peoria High School. Um, Mike Moss has told me stories of how when he was a student, after he was done with track practice, he would go work on fields to get an extra money to be able to go out to the movies or whatever. And so it's so hard to look at our community now and think that's what it was like. And I know um, one of the best things to me about Peoria High School is what both of you mentioned. It's that family atmosphere and even how big that campus has grown. Not only did it have to break in half for cactus, but then years later, when Callis was built, it went through that again, just because it is such a popular place. And I know that that family atmosphere hasn't really left it in all of that time. For you as someone who currently works there, what what is it like being there? What is that atmosphere like for you every day? I mean, I think it's, it's for us that work there from staff to administration, it's always trying to remember kind of that past and that tradition to try to instill in the communities, students and parents, that it's a it's an institution with a lot of history mm -hmm. and tradition and sometimes I'm not sure if people understand what that means so it's trying to kind of relay that that there's deep-rooted um, you know foundations about education and uh, students trying to pursue their dreams and work towards what they want you know currently when they're students to in the future so I think that's always been there, and it's just something that we still try to do. Absolutely, and I know there, everyone I feel has their very own special favorite Peoria High School tradition. Mike, what is your favorite tradition or thing that happened when you were a student? I mean, I really enjoyed band a lot. I was definitely a band geek, so if you want to call it that, so to speak. But uh, uh, just being part of everything related to all of the marching band contests and traveling as a group. Um, we're a close-knit group of, of kids, you know, um, and uh, just all of those. That was probably my number one uh, activity to yeah. do things and uh, was around the music program and stuff at that time. And uh, I really enjoyed every part of that. You know, we we're pretty, like I said, close-knit group of kids and just uh, helped each other and supported each other and had a lot of fun together, you know. Now, as one band kid to another band kid, do you still remember your fight song? Not the words. I could, <laughs> I could, I could probably hum it for he you. Could, he could play it if you put a sax in his hand. I he was could going play to it. say, you know. if I if I was given a clarinet, I think I could still remember how to yeah, play my yeah. fight song. Yeah, I could probably. I might pick it up and be able to do it. But yeah, I couldn't tell you the words. Well, that's just it. I played it. I never really sang it because yep. I was always playing it. You know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was. I mean, uh, weird things that we used to do. Yeah. Uh, Careful. <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah, we'll have to be careful now. <laughs> but 
we went across Grand Avenue, mm-hmm. which I never will, you know, because McDonald's was across the street. Yep. So let's go get a burger before basketball practice. Bad idea. <laughs> you know, and we go do that and then come back and start running. And that was not a good thing to have a, a, a Big Mac in your stomach yeah. or something like that to, to come back, you know. But uh, I, I, kind of going back what Steve was talking about being a rural community, if you think about the mall area, that was all orchards. Bell Road was a two-lane highway when we were kids, and there was a little market called Bodine's Market that you could pick up a pop or buy fruits, obviously. It was a little vegetable market, mm-hmm. and again, there was hardly any cars that went down the street. But the buses went all the way out to, uh, you know, where Sunrise yeah, Mountain Valley is at, too. and that's where they picked up a lot of kids that still yeah. went back into Peoria, and they went Pinnacle that far. Peak and Happy Valley. Off we had a lot of our friends that lived out there on, on acreage that was out that far. And so the, the span of Peoria High School's population, even though it was only 600 kids, went geographically, went mm-hmm. all over the place. You know, it was really large. Well, and I think that's something, too, of why Peoria High School has that legacy and that tradition is so built in. Because even if you yourself weren't a Panther, you probably growing up and living in this community have a family member or someone who has gone through that school and can speak to just all of the things throughout the decades that have made it so special and the impact. And um, as Peoria Unified has grown, a lot of the traditions that you would think are like Peoria High School specific, they've kind of trickled their way into the other high schools and they're in all over the place, um, which I think is another just really, really special aspect to all of that is how we've grown, but also stayed the same in so many ways. Um, What were some of your favorite traditions, Steve? Um, I always remember the fall carnival. In October, we used to Mm -hmm. actually have a fall carnival that clubs would put on that had booths and we had rides. And uh, if you remember the car wrecking, it would pull in a car and you could, you know, pay your token, whatever to Take a sledgehammer and smash windows out of it and, you know, the top of it. And Uh, it was that that true. It always was a lot of fun. If I ever think about the Grease movie, it Mm -hmm. takes me back to that vision of a school carnival. And we would have rides and things. And and, uh, because I remember being younger. And then when he was in high school and I was in grade school, I was always going to it. It didn't matter. That was what the community went to. And we still had that through high school. And then we eliminated it. I remember the other... uh, one of the Fridays, Bobby Gonzalo was was talking to the group that came for the, uh, we called it the alumni tour for our 100-year anniversary this year for the football games. And it was the, uh, I think it was the, the graduating class of about the 60s that we did in decades. And he was... Per, he was giving some of that information, the things that they did that when they were in school that we no longer do right. at the school. And it was interesting because I never thought about it. And he had mentioned probably two or three things that used to be just a big school or community event Mm -hmm. that we don't do anymore. And I was sitting in the audience and he had said that. He said that the school carnival that we always had in October, they don't do that anymore. And there was just this gasp in the audience of like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you got to be kidding. They don't do that anymore. And there was just this disappointment because I think that just kind of lent to you know, that was a place of community mm-hmm. for people outside the school and the, and the school. So I always remember that when I was young and then, you know, still doing that a little bit in high school and, and just the events. Mike was in the band and, um, and I played basketball most of it. So um, well, I'll we say had it on those them. things. Well, they won a basketball championship. Yeah, and then when, he was when I was a, the, right, was 1984, a we won the state it's like, well, yeah, uh, basketball the championship. The first one in, like, so, I don't know, 50-some yeah. years or something like that time, at that so. point. It had been a long time. So those are, yeah, those are those events there. 
Yeah. I did not have the privilege of going to the Peoria High School. My brother and sister did. <laughs> and then I went to Cheyenne. So all my friends from elementary school went there. And so when I was in high school, I remember when Peoria High School won the basketball championship again. And just how that brought that community together. It was the most fun and exciting thing, even though I was a student at a different school, I remember going to those games and there is just a sense of school spirit at Peoria High School at any event that you guys have in general, but you don't, you don't get to feel a lot of other places. And so that's just something so special. And I think too, to your point, all of the traditions, they, they change all the time. And um, it's interesting, the ones that kind of stick and the ones that um, kind of evolve and change over time. Like I remember one of my favorites uh, was all the homecoming parades and how you bring in the elementary schools and do like an actual parade that that's unheard of anymore. Um, and so it's just a really special place to be now. Since you are brothers, I'm sure you have a lot of really great stories about each other in high school. Mike having your younger brother in high school with you, what was that like? It's probably more for him because I think he started out with, oh, you're Mike's younger brother. Mm -hmm. He probably got to deal with that a little bit. But, um, you know, that kind of thing. I don't remember us seeing a whole lot of each other. I just think he probably had to deal with that a little bit because I was two years in when he came in because we're two years apart mm -hmm. in high school. But, uh, you know, then I waned away. Uh, I think his popularity uh, definitely arose later on in the high school uh, uh, well, I environment remember being younger, after I was graduated. But. His, his friends I you know, knew, so being a young one coming into school, then at least I felt like a sense of security because mm -hmm. I knew some of his friends and people that he knew that were older. And yeah. Even from a protective nature, sometimes mm -hmm. I knew who to look to if I needed I needed some help back then. Yes, and I'm sure you didn't have to worry about any teachers saying like, oh, you're Mike's younger brother. You got to watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody at that, because they were smaller schools, everybody you know knew mm -hmm. everybody's family. So it was right. more or less, it, it wasn't more of a surprise. It was if they needed to call your mom and dad or they needed to pull somebody If somebody in got in trouble, everybody knew why yeah. you got in trouble. And, you, and they knew it before you got home and there wasn't you even know, a phone call that was made. Right, so. yes, yeah. It was there was, a, there was a few of those, but we'll leave those stories <laughs> off. The, Nothing terrible, yeah. but uh, definitely yeah, uh, just, just uh, high school learning lessons. Young boy, <laughs> learning lessons. I like that. That is amazing. And so when you look at how much things have changed at Peoria High School. I mean, the fact that there was an elementary school on that campus, what, what was that like kind of seeing the campus change and grow, especially even recently it's changed with uh, Old Main reopening and holding the Met Academy and PFA. What has that been like over the years? Well, I'll, because I took uh, one of the tours around the patrons tour mm -hmm. the other day, it was kind of nice because every once in a while I'll take my kids on a walkabout. We'll just kind of go around and walk and and talk about the history. And uh, one of the things I always tell them is uh, there's a, a sidewalk now that, that separates Old Main from the B building, mm -hmm. and uh, that used to be a road. And so when I was all the way from kindergarten to eighth grade, that bus would come in and, and it'd get to the end near the cafeteria and students would get off and they would either walk right if they were in the high school or they would go around the bus to the left and they'd go to the elementary school. So I always remember that for like eight mm -hmm. years, getting off the bus, going left, getting off the bus, going left. And then the, my first day as a freshman in high school, I got off the bus and started to go right. And I remembered how odd that felt that like, I'm not supposed to be going this way. Right. And yeah. 
So that was one of those things that I never forget. So I'll tell some of those stories and just like the, because the footprint of that school looks a little bit different, but what was where in different kinds of places. And uh, so that has changed. So it's nice to, to know that that existed were obviously people that aren't there. Mm -hmm. To me, that's unique and interesting. Um, and so even in our younger years, the district office was there. Yeah. There was a building that was the district right. office. It was everything, yeah. Yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, and then that moved over to the facility that IMT's in now, mm -hmm. and that was the district, I think, 75, yeah. if I remember right on the plaque, mm -hmm. you know, is when they built that building to be the district office. Yeah, it's interesting. I would imagine, too, for both of you who have been a part of this district for so long, not only seeing how Peoria High School has grown and changed, but just how everything has grown and changed over the years. For example, the building you're in used to be the district office. This part of the district office we're currently in used to be a warehouse. And so it's, I think there's so many pieces of our history and some of those things that they are, they're what make us who we are as a district. And it's just, it's so refreshing and good to hear like how we've come and grown and changed and continued um, to meet every challenge that has come our way. And I think Peoria High School is a really tremendous testament to all of that. Um, when you're thinking to what, I know you guys have done so many events this year to bring back um, alumni and celebrate this. What are some of the things that have kind of shocked you or just kind of reaffirmed how proud you are to be a Peoria Panther? I think that uh, with these, the alumni tours, it's been nice because doing the broadcasting for the football events, I've got my one students preparing to broadcast the game, but I would take some students over to for some videography of just the tour and where they were going and the people that were there. So each one of those I got to uh, kind of view a little bit for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And I was, I, I don't know if I was surprised, but the number of people that came back to be a part of those alumni tours just to kind of see almost like a reunion and to see what it was like was was quite interesting, especially I think probably one of the largest groups was the first night that was, I think, from the 1960s graduates and past to the 40s and, and like uh, Mr. Bissinger and stuff. So there was a large number of people that were there. So that's, that's been nice to see that, that there's still that. They haven't moved on and lived and forgot about even people that came from out of state and just to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And there are a lot of things to be really, really proud of, of where you grew up and being able to call yourself a Peoria Panther. Mike, for you, what's one of maybe the greatest things you learned in high school that you have carried with you into your career in life? Um, just uh, the caring nature of our community growing up and everybody just looking out for each other. Uh, we were brought up with a lots of wonderful families and culture and uh, just wonderful friends that we've grown up with and uh, get to see once in a great while. You know, uh, one of our family friends is our dentist and mm -hmm. I saw him yesterday, you know, and he, he even said to me once, I, I loved it, he says, what was one of the best years of your life? He says, my best year of my life was when I was 12 years old, when we were all just kids growing up together and uh, our parents and the families around us. And he said, it was just a wonderful time in our life. And I think that they instilled a lot of wonderful values in us and instilled a a servant's attitude and just taking care of each other. And I think that's the legacy that's one of the best things for me, you know, that I think I learned from my parents, obviously, mm -hmm. but my friends' parents and all of the community that we hung out with and all of the, the people we still know, I think of 
the Delgados and the Floreses and some of the families that are still legacies around here and they're still living here and the, the wonderful and uh, things that they instilled in us, you know, um, the Butlers is who I was referring to, another patriarch family that was here in Glendale and Peoria all those years and uh, just that's, that's I think what I take uh, one of the biggest things coming an overarching view but they really just instilled a lot of wonderful things into us and I think molded us into the men that we are, uh, you know, and hopefully do great good things because of that, you know. Absolutely. I think um, especially with how small we once were, and you still see it in, in pockets all over the place, but I think that, that idea that it, it really does take a village to raise and educate children, I, I think Peoria High School is a beautiful example of that. You see generation after generation, I think we're going in some cases on people their fourth generation Peoria High School graduates. And so um, just how invested everyone is. And for me too, it's always so amazing to see how many Peoria High School graduates go back and, and teach there. I know, Steve, you're not the only one in that situation. And it, I would imagine maybe at this point you have some of your students who are teaching alongside you? What is that like? Yeah, several actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been nice because I've um, Josh Moore um, first one that comes to my mind because he'll tell the story that like I had Mr. Tregoboff. He was my very first teacher on my freshman year, my first hour of class. He was the very first one I had, and now today, and he's been there for. We were just talking the other day uh, how many years he's now taught there. Twenty something, almost thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it makes me feel a little bit old, but yeah, there's, there's several individuals that have returned to teach and, and continue. So it's nice to see that and it's nice to see them grow as well. Yeah. And it's almost a a little bit, I would imagine, especially as a teacher, you're getting to see your legacy kind of go and, and do that and build their own. And I, I think that's something so special also. Um, when you guys think about, like I said, there's so many points of pride to that school. What are, what are you of any accomplishment you had in high school or now in your careers and the work you do associated with it? What are some of the things that you're most proud of from growing up? That's a that's an interesting question. Um, I'll just say it this way: it's hard for me to be proud of myself. Um, you know, I, I if anything, I hope that they, they that I'm a man that. Um, they know cares about others and and would help anybody, um, and I think that's been instilled in us in our community and our, our, with our parents in our community. That's probably the thing I th- hope that I, if I were to say I was proud about something, I guess it's kind of a weird thing, um, but that's really something that matters to me a lot. If somebody thought anything of me and they thought that of me, that would be the, one of the things that I would see one of the most important things for me. And I think that that came from the the high school, the the teachers that we've had, and and. Uh, the community and family. I, I've seen her just kind of bopping around through my mind of teachers mm-hmm. I had and people we had, like Davida Solter, for example, mm-hmm. somebody was in the high school when mm-hmm. we were there. Bobby and Gonzalo. Bobby Gonzalo. And then Tony. I think of Mike Moss because Bill Moss, his dad was a teacher when <laughs> right. I was in high school, you know, and taught math there, mm-hmm. you know, and people that we knew and instilled great values in us. And, and those teachers really, they did have a, a big influence on us. I think of, am I saying this right, Mrs. Cameron, um, Boy, she was tough, but boy, she was a great teacher. Yeah. yeah. You know, and instilled some wonderful things in us. And then, of course, Mr. Corey, who's a math teacher. And um, I just think of some of those those teachers that really instilled great things into us. And I'm just, I'm a, I was blessed to have those people in my life. 
you know. Absolutely. And I think it's an extension of like our our family, mm -hmm. our biological family. We went to school and we had teachers that had the same values and characters about mm -hmm. working hard and doing things that we were not perfect students by any means <laughs> or individuals or boys. But it was an extension of that and it there wasn't a big gap between what the expectation at home was and what the expectation at school was. And we knew that, we understood that. We just got to see it from a different light or a different perspective or a different person. And we just mentioned some of those teachers and those are the individuals where that, that was that extension. So for me, for whatever reason that I have stayed this long, I mean, I, I also know why, but uh, I feel like I continue to be that extension from my parents to my teachers and my instructors to me trying to be that similar kind of extension to the students that I have today in my position. Um, and hopefully taking some of that wisdom of the past and being able to have a plat for them and a platform and an opportunity and structure for them to grow mm -hmm. as young students right. and young people. And with all the parts that that comes with, they'll be able to carry on after school. Absolutely. And I think, I think that's the one thing that is so special. And there's a, a good chunk of Peoria Unified employees who have had the really unique opportunity, like the two of you, to come back and continue to build that legacy, like you said. And I think it is something, it's it's really hard to articulate what that feels like um, because it, there are so many great people. I uh, could think back to the teachers I've had growing up here. And and when you try to sit down and list them all, it feels like an impossible task because you're probably going to miss right, someone. Right. But it... it is such a special thing. And I think what both of you do every single day is a testament not only to your family, but to all of those people who helped to raise you up. And you have continued that um, in both of your roles and made just such a tremendous yeah. impact. One thing I, I want to, yeah. I think I should mention is like, if, let's go back further, because yeah. our mother has told us this, you know, but, um, you know, Mel Huber mm -hmm. was her principal at Peoria High School when she was in high school. And Dr. Dr. Kellis, Kellis was, was her, her biology teacher, teacher yeah. you know, when she was in high school. And um, just the weird connections that happen, and James will shoot me, but one of my engineers uh -huh. is Mel Huber's great, great, or great, I'm not great, I'm sorry, his grandson. Uh -huh. You know, and um, so uh, I always tease him, your name's on the building, because it's <laughs> Huber's on our, on our Choya Annex yep. about it, you know, but all of those links and connections. And those people in my mom's time that they instilled what they did into my mother, mm -hmm. you know, and my, my uncle who mom tells us the stories of him being in trouble with Mr. Huber all the time, <laughs> you know, when he was in high school, you know, but those, those people that instilled that, those values into my mom and, yeah. you know, coming from that, that far back. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's a really, really special thing and it's hard. Dave makes fun of me a lot because there, it feels like there's not someone in the district that I don't have that kind of connection to or in some way. And I'm sure you guys have even more than I do at this point of just people who have been that huge impact in your life or in a family members. And it's, I think, one of the most special parts about being able to work here and um, continue that legacy and continue to pour into all of that. Um, I don't want to keep you both much longer, but if you were to share just anything else with our community about what it's like to be a Peoria Panther and, and what that place has meant to you over the years through its many iterations and your many different roles. I know that's, that's also a very hard question, but what would that be? I'll, I'll start. Mm -hmm. I think it's growth. 
um, again, when you've been in one community for most of your life, you know, we've had opportunities to travel or do things. And, but when we've lived in this community and we've worked in this community, we've grown up in this community, we went to church in this community, and our parents have grown up in this community, and, you know, our dad is a farmer in the community and so on. Um, I, I do think that's special to, to be able to, to stay in one community and see really the trajectory of it from a small child to, you know, adulthood and how that works physically, developmentally, with a city itself, with schools. And so I think, again, I've probably used that word now a couple times, but, you know, our high school and our elementary school is an extension of everything. And it was, and sometimes today I feel like things are so big that we don't have that. I kind of miss that element a little bit because we're so big. So I think it's trying to understand that, that that's how life is and it evolves and it gets bigger and it expands outside of that, but trying to still maintain some of that tradition. Yeah. And I want to say also, so my brother and sister went to high school at Pure High School like 10 years before I was a high school student. And so I will say that no matter how big we have gotten, I can truly speak to there are some traditions that they did in marching band that I remember seeing when I was like four or five, that when I was at a different high school years later, it was the same traditions all yeah. going back to Peoria right. High School. Right. And I think you're right, we, we've grown just so much and it, it's easy to feel like a lot of that is gone, but because of people like you and because of just all of the amazing people who have poured their time and energy into this place. As big as we are, there's a little bit of that Panther spirit everywhere we go. Mike, what about you? So I'll kind of just piggyback on what Steve said in terms of this, uh, just the quality of people that we were under and the size. It was, I think the theme for me is just blessed. It's Mm -hmm. just, we were blessed to be around such wonderful teachers and and kids that we grew up with and their parents. It was, truly a, a wonderful time in our life um, and um, it, it, was, it was reflected by just the caring nature of everyone around us and wanting the best for all of us as we grew as, as uh, teenagers and our elementary students to teenagers and just all the caring personalities that we had and just truly blessed to have that small community knit uh, together type atmosphere and help us to grow into hopefully good adults and mm-hmm. do a great job at doing the next thing and passing that legacy on to the other the students that we've touched or taught throughout the years, you know. So. Absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure to have both of you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to share just all of the amazing things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Trending Peoria. As always, you can learn more about the programs we spoke about in this episode at peoriaunified.org slash trendingpeoria. If you liked what you heard, please rate us, leave a review, and check out our companion podcast, The Progress Report, which comes out quarterly. Trending Peoria is made possible with the support of the Peoria Unified School District's communications team, comprised of Danielle Airy, Aaron Dunsey, Jacob Stanek, Natalie Zenobiev, and our producer, David Colley, and host, Sarah Meredith.